Hey besties, welcome to the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast, where our mission is to transform your life and help you become the most phenomenal woman you're meant to be. I'm Brianna, the founder of the Badass Book Besties, where we encourage a conversation around a love of books and learning so that you can make new friends and expand your thinking. I'm a lover of books, beers, traveling, and motivating women to live their dream life. Each week on this podcast, you'll be motivated and empowered to make positive changes in your life through intellectual conversations and interviews, how-to ideas, and insight from a variety of books. We celebrate the incredible and simple accomplishments women make every day. To be a badass woman means to be awesome, impressive, and worthy of admiration. So my goal is to help you see your true worth and build your self-confidence. If you're someone who wishes to be inspired by other women doing extraordinary things and want to be encouraged to live your most badass life, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Living Your Most Badass Live podcast. I am so excited to finally have this dream of mine come true. It's been something I've been wanting to do and dreaming up for quite some time, and I finally decided it was time to just do it. So thank you for being here on this journey with me. In this first episode, I'll be sharing about who I am, how I went from an educator to an entrepreneur, and a bit of information about my business, the Badass Besties Club. So pull up a seat, get comfortable, grab your favorite drink, and let's get started. Without further ado, welcome to the first episode. I want to take a moment to introduce myself. I am Brianna Brown, aka the Badass Book Bestie, Bookaholic Brianna, Breebie, and the CEO of the Badass Besties Club. I'll tell you more about that later on in the episode, but I wanted to first take a moment to introduce myself, really give you an idea of who I am. I was born on a beautiful Thursday in the month of September. My parents are... (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not going to give you the full autobiography. No worries. I'm a Libra, a recovering people pleaser, an extrovert who loves being with friends, a reader of great books, and a lover of delicious craft beer. I am obsessed with traveling and seeing new places, and I would love the opportunity to see the world. That about sums it up. (laughs) But seriously, though, I am a passionate woman who believes in following the dreams of her heart and encouraging the same in others. My motto is to inspire and encourage women to live out their most badass life, to empower them to live out their dreams as a badass book reader, mom, bestie, earth lover, woman, human, whatever makes her the most badass woman she can be which, as you can see, is the premise of this podcast, how to be a badass woman in a world controlled at times by the patriarchy and rich white men. Well, fuck that. Oh, and by the way, I love to curse. It's kind of my jam. Or should I say a fucking jam? Well, that just got awkward. Anyway, to put it simply, I'm not perfect, but I'm a badass, and I want to share how you can be a badass too. Do I have all the answers or know it all? Hell no. But I'll provide what I can to make you feel like you do. We will be on this journey of discovery together. So I'll start from the beginning. Once upon a time, I was a young girl. (laughs) 
Who am I kidding? It wasn't that long ago. I'm still a young woman. (laughs) I grew up loving the library as I was obsessed with reading. I also really enjoyed being able to spend a lot of precious time with my grandmother who primarily raised me growing up. And I always took piles and bags of books home and devoured as many as I could. The crinkly sound of the plastic book covering and the smells between the book pages really excited me. I spent countless moments poring over the catalogs from the Scholastic Book Fairs where I circled so many books I wanted. I mean, this is where book lovers learn to spend frivolously, am I right? (laughs) I was raised into a family of readers as well with my mother, grandmother, and sister who were often seen reading, so it seemed only natural that I would be in love with reading as well. I spent my time dreaming up what book I would read next, what different stories I could write. I continuously visited different libraries and bookstores, scanning the shelves for what excited me the most, as I really felt books just held a special place in my heart. They are my true happy place. My bookshelf became filled with so many different titles to be read. Seeing them really did always bring me joy. (laughs) Take that, Marie Kondo. (laughs) But one day... As what happens in some families, my family was split apart. My grandmother, who had been battling cancer for a few years, passed away when I was 16. My life was fucking crushed at this point. I mean, I was literally at rock bottom in terms of my soul, my lifeline to love, all of it shattered. And things dramatically changed and I had to move away from the home I had known all of my life. At the end of the day, as I know so many of us wish, I just wanted to be loved. I wanted a family. I spent time with some family and friends, of course, but I also had a lot of time alone. I longed to make connections with others, but I was not always great at keeping in touch. Moving around a lot during my middle and high school years really made keeping friendships incredibly hard. I had some friends, though, who really did a phenomenal job at keeping in touch, way better than I ever did, and I am still forever grateful to them. You know who you are. The friends who I kept during those years and still keep in contact with, you are the real MVPs. As time moved on, I didn't visit the library as often, and my lifestyle really changed, as I'm sure it does for a lot of young teenagers. I wasn't the same little girl I once was. Everything about my life was different, and it was really a hard transition to go through. Of course, I think about all of those people at this age who really struggle with their own identity and family crises. I'm sure mine might pale in comparison to theirs, but it sure felt like the world had shifted majorly for me. So, of course, shortly after I turned 18, as most kids do, I was out on my own and off to college because that's what you're supposed to do, right? No one had really pushed me up to this point, and I just kind of knew that college was the next step in my life. I had a case of the supposedas, and so I did it. Now, mind you, I wanted to be a teacher my entire life. As you know, I loved reading, I loved writing, so of course I played school with my teddy bears and bossed my friends around like I was their teacher. I even have a childhood friend who recently told me that I gave him stickers for good behavior. (laughs) So I always loved the teaching lifestyle. I also really wanted to be a writer. I thought it would be the coolest job ever to write a novel one day. So it seems only natural that I started college and decided on a major in accounting. (laughs) What in the fuck was I thinking? 
Like, what? Why did no one tell me this was the shittiest idea ever? Oh, well, most likely because I was 18 and knew everything, of course, as most late teenagers, early 20s do. I thought it was a safe job to have, even though, shocker, get this, I fucking hate math. Like, not just didn't like some classes. No, I fucking hate math. I used to tell people, yeah, 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 I know I hate math, but accounting is like the organization of math, not like actual math, so it's totally fine. I really just want to work in an office and file papers because it's totally fun. (laughs) I think I just loved the idea of working in, in an office, organizing and filing, all of that boring office shit. Sorry to those who enjoy that, but totally not for me anymore. Like seriously, what the fuck? (laughs) So naturally after a few classes, I finally had my first super challenging class, intermediate accounting. If you've ever taken it, I am sure you understand the depth and extreme difficulty in this course. I struggled immensely in understanding the content. I was like, what? Debits, credits, huh? Now, my boyfriend at the time, who was super shitty and did not have really any redeeming qualities, and I was young and dumb, but pretty much his only redeeming quality at the time was he once inquired to me as to why I didn't choose to major in education to become a teacher, like I'd always dreamed of becoming, especially with my love of English and writing. My jaw dropped. I was like, wait a minute, why am I not doing that? I spent my whole life wanting to be a teacher. Why didn't I go into school to study for that? I mean, yeah, I probably had a lot of haters along the way discouraging me. Teachers don't make any money. You're not going to like it. You're going to have horrible kids. You're going to make more money working in an office, filing papers, and doing math, of course. (laughs) I'm sure that's way far off from what they actually said, but you get the point. Obviously, at this point in my life, I've realized I've made a huge fucking mistake in majoring in accounting and decided immediately to change my major to English education with a new goal of becoming an English teacher so that I could fully share my love of books with students. In college, oh, I loved diving deep into literature, analyzing texts, writing verbosely about everything from romantic literature to Shakespeare to British, adolescent lit, children's lit. Oh my gosh, so many amazing books and beautifully spoken authors. I was in love. I became so enraptured with reading and writing again. I was fully immersed in my studies. I dove into those texts with such passion and depth that I literally became a literary analysis fiend. However, with all good things that you overindulge in, it became to be too much. I was fed such a heavy diet of heavy subject matter and classical literature that my desire and passion to read for pleasure really dwindled. I really stopped reading completely. I stopped reading as often as I wished to, and I looked at books like they were a chore to do versus something exciting. Of course, I still added books to my to-read list, but it was never tackled. I wasn't in the mood for it. I had more than enough books on my shelves to read and continued to look for more in bookstores. So my bookshelf literally became filled with so many different titles to be read. Seeing them really did bring me happiness, but I still didn't read them. I literally lugged them around to each apartment, but still didn't crack one open. 
After I graduated, I knew I wanted to be a teacher or in a school environment, so I spent the next 10 years of my life as an educator, first as a teacher, then a school counselor, and lastly, a librarian. I became an English teacher first. I taught middle school and high school English, reading and writing, and for a while, I thought I had found my absolute dream job. It was what I had studied so hard for and fantasized about for so long, and I truly thought I was going to be in it forever. And then in 2018, my precious daughter was born. I began to read to her every day, and I loved the time we spent together reading. It was here that I truly started to discover my love of reading again. There had been moments where I had read different books occasionally, but now my love of books was truly coming back. It's very important to me to instill that love of reading into my children and I ha- that I had growing up, so I do my best to ensure that I read to them every day. Going back to my childhood love of reading brought back so many beautiful memories. I remembered how much I enjoyed reading aloud, analyzing the different books I was reading. I was so smitten with the graphics of the children's books and their stories that I was slowly becoming in love with reading again. So after five years of being a teacher and a school counselor for four, I decided to do what I loved doing as a child and currently loved as a parent, reading aloud. I switched careers and became a librarian. I first did it as a summer job for the county and loved it and then did it for an elementary school and it was awesome. I loved, like really truly loved sharing books with those kids and their eager eyes. I had different themes for each month, Native American history, women's history, Asians history, and Black History Month, all of the important ideas that I wanted to share with these students and help them learn more about. Seeing their eyes light up with the different stories, oh, it was such a beautiful thing. Being with them really lit up my spirits, and I was so grateful to see them love reading as much as I did. Now, sure, there were moments where the kids were acting a fool and I was stressed the hell out. (laughs) But when I had those great classes, it made it all worth it. Throughout my 10 years as an educator, I truly had some amazing experiences with the students. My favorite year might be the one where my principal allowed me the freedom to teach creative writing and my students blossomed in their writing skills. Or maybe it was my first year as a school counselor because I was able to reach the kids in new ways that I hadn't been able to before. Or maybe the last one where I experienced pure joy in reading to those awesome students. But again, with rose-colored glasses, everything seems great on the outside. Teaching and being in education was not at all what I expected. Now, don't get me wrong, the kids had their awesome moments and we had some incredible times together, both good and bad, of course, but teaching really ended up not being for me and not in alignment with who I am as a person. There's really a whole lot more I can say, but that'll be for another episode, I'm sure. But seriously, being in education, I felt like I was constantly busy, which caused me to lose some friendships along the way, inevitably. And I felt like I wasn't the truest version of myself. As I continued in my career, I began to feel more and more isolated. Even more so after having my children, whom I absolutely love and adore, I felt even more alone, especially with not having mom friends. Once you're older and you start having kids, it's so hard to meet other moms. 
after my son was born and I was able to become a stay-at-home mom and I was able to work from home, I became even more isolated and alone. And I knew I had to find another way to interact with adults, form new friendships, and strengthen the connections with the amazing women that I already had in my life. Now, while I did enjoy talking with students about books at school, I missed talking with adults about it. I missed talking with them in a deeper way about what we had read. I missed the connections that I had felt in college, you know, discussing texts with other like-minded people. Sure, being a teacher has its perks of being able to discuss books with the students, but they weren't the books that I wanted to read. I craved adult conversations. So I decided it was time for me to get back to my first true loves, reading and friends. I wanted to get back that enchantment and love of books feelings that I once had. Books were, in a sense, my friends. I missed being with them, holding their words between my hands. Of course, like I said, I also miss talking with others about books. I miss that vibe you get when you're just with the right people discussing topics that you truly enjoy. And I wanted to get back into reading with others and engaging in those intelligent conversations with real people. I truly enjoy those just really fabulous conversations with other women who seek growth, validation, acceptance, so much goodness. So now I'm finally back to reading for pleasure and for the sheer fun of it. I created a book club originally called Reads Well with Others so I could pay respect to that nostalgic idea of being back in elementary school and loving to read, but now we are the badass book besties. We read a new book every month by a badass female author and meet twice a month to discuss it. It is my favorite times each month being able to meet with these women and just share stories and talk about these incredible books by awesome authors. And sharing my love of reading with my closest friends is such a dream. I'm finally able to share my love of books with those who appreciate it and make the true connections I always wanted. Having an adult book club is quite literally the best thing ever. So look, if that sounds like you, someone who tells herself every day to make time to read or hang out with her girlfriends, but you just don't make the time or you run out of time at the end of the day because there's just so much going on, I know exactly where you're coming from. Maybe your job, maybe your kids have kept you quite busy. Maybe finding any time to relax is so fucking difficult. Maybe you even feel like you've lost a part of yourself in your job and the hustle and bustle of everyday life. Maybe you feel that there might be something more out there and find your true happiness. Trust me, I've been there. I feel like I am there some days. I feel stuck when I was an inauthentic version of myself. It wasn't until I stepped out of my comfort zone and started to try new things that I finally started to feel that shift into my life. Like I said earlier, I don't have all the answers to how to live the most badass life, but I'm on a journey to find them, and I want to take you with me. I want women to feel like they are capable and worthy enough to be a badass woman. To be a badass means to be worthy of celebration, and damn it, you should be celebrated, girlfriend. You are worth so much more than you can imagine, and I want to be here to cheer you on alongside me. I'll provide the answers to help us figure out this journey of life together through discovering what makes life so worth living. So why did I start this podcast? 
Well, as I mentioned before, my grandmother had a huge impact on my life. Since I was born, no one has impacted me more than her. She was the one thing that kept me going and encouraged me to do well. After her death, I went into that downward spiral and I felt hopeless without her supporting and encouraging me to be my highest and best self. When I was in fifth grade, I received more awards at my fifth grade graduation than anyone else. And it was because every day my grandmother had pushed me and told me continuously that there was nothing I could not accomplish. If my grandmother had not raised me as well as she did, I might not be the person I am today. So when my grandmother died, I felt devastated. My grades slipped. I thought that nothing in life was important anymore. And it wasn't until I began to realize I wanted to make her proud. I wanted her to know how much I could achieve in this life and that I would make it count. I know that in my heart, she is pushing me the whole way. Her influence on me is present every day I get out of bed and lasts until I lay my head down. Without her influence and love, I don't know where I would be today or what decisions I would have made along the way that could have changed everything. But I do know one thing. I want to do this for others. I want to inspire and encourage women to live their most badass lives. My grandmother was the one who made me feel appreciated and accepted just like I want to do for other women. So I am paying homage to my grandmother, and it is in her memory that I am starting this podcast on 11-22, on the anniversary of her death. When I think about why I decided to become a teacher, a school counselor, and now a community builder, I realized it's because I want people to feel that they are being paid attention to. I want people to know how much they matter and how important they are in this world just like my grandmother did for me. It is important to me to show them that someone cares about what they are doing and where they want to go in life. I accept people for who they are and who they wish to be. I want people and myself to be accepted and loved, just like I so badly wanted and still want in my life. So here I am, a woman in her 30s seeking out friendships with women who value the same ideals, transformation and growth, building new relationships with others, and making time for each other. This is why I started the Badass Besties Club. I wanted to create a membership where women could connect with other women, learn more in a community-based environment, and feel seen. So tell me, are you ready to step into your most badass life? Are you ready to step into your most badass life and become who you're meant to be? So join me, bookaholic and bestie, Brianna, as I empower you to live out your dreams as a badass book reader, mom, bestie, earth lover, beer drinker, woman, human, whatever makes you the most badass woman you can be. You can look forward to tips and tricks on how to create a life you admire, guest interviews with other badass women, and more. So if you love an intelligent and engaging conversation, then this is the podcast for you. We are dedicated to transforming the lives of women, and our motto is to inspire and encourage women to live their most badass life. So welcome to the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast. I'll see you next time, besties. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Living Your Most Badass Life podcast. Please be sure to leave a review. Learn more about our community at badassbookbesties.com. Follow me on Facebook at the Bookaholic Besties podcast and on Instagram at badassbookbestie. If you know someone amazing that you'd like for me to interview or have any badass ideas, I'd love to hear it. Send me a DM or email me at mostbadasslifepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, besties, always keep your bookshelves and beer glass full.